Chapter four, the gift of pain. Pain is necessary for growth. Suffering is a choice. Here I was in India in the middle of a meditation retreat. They had me going through the meditation process four to six hours per day. My mind is constantly looking to stay busy and I wasn't able to slow down all my thoughts. However, my pain was bigger than my mind's desire to rumble. So I was willing to put in the effort. One of the processes they had me go through was to try to remember a moment during my childhood that I felt that my loved ones had betrayed us. I had a hard time with this exercise, especially because my childhood was full of good memories. My parents loved me, I loved them, and I couldn't remember any situation when I felt betrayed. Besides any situation where they had reprimanded me for not behaving, I pretty much had a normal childhood. I was meditating for a couple hours and I couldn't tap into any memory of betrayal. I went to talk to the head monk to tell him that it wasn't working, and he told me to try again. After a couple hours of trying, I was ready to give up. I asked if there was a higher level monk I could speak to so I could ask if there's any other ideas that would work because this was obviously not working. They introduced me to another monk named Doug. He looked like an IT guy, not a monk. He was from the United States and now he was in charge of running this meditation academy. I told him that I wanted to find out how to heal my pain but there was nothing I could think of that I needed to heal from from my childhood. I had nothing but good memories from my childhood. He explained that sometimes the mind will avoid pain because it's trying to protect us, but it manifests as a physical pain. He challenged me to dig deep and surrender to the process. I needed to stop trying to find it and instead let it find me. I went in once again, and this time I said a prayer. God, show me what you want me to see. After a couple of minutes, I remember a memory I had long forgotten since. I was eight years old, and I was laying in my bed. I was still living in my native country, Ecuador. And suddenly I woke up and I saw my parents packing. I asked where were they going and my mom told me that she and my dad were going to a short trip to the United States. From the looks of their backs, it didn't seem like a short trip. My little brother, who was five years old at that time, woke up and started crying. He didn't want my parents to go. My mom told us that she had a surprise for us that would make us feel better. On the way to the airport, we stopped by a pet shop. She bought us a white dog that we named Max. For that moment, my brother forgot all about my parents leaving and I watched helplessly as the plane took off with my parents in it. I didn't cry then. I was still in shock. Why did they leave? Why didn't they take us with them? Why all of a sudden? That night, I went into my parents' room and I climbed under the covers. I grabbed the pillow. I held it tight, trying to rock myself to sleep but I had a nagging, empty space in my stomach. I finally cried myself into sleep. My little brother heard me crying and came into the room, and as soon as he came in, I stopped crying and I started pretending everything was fine. From that moment on, I had to be the strong one for the both of us, so I had to black out all my pain. A feeling of emptiness gripped my chest as I relived that moment. I felt the same way in that room as I felt as I watched my parents fly off to America. The emptiness overwhelmed me. I was not sure if I was in a trance or I passed out, but I remember waking up to the meditation with tears in my eyes, feeling the pain of the little boy who felt abandoned. Growing up, they didn't teach us how to deal with emotional pain. Being raised in a Latin culture, they taught us not to cry and to be a man. It's not until we get older to realize that we must deal with the pain that we didn't deal when we were kids. Not because we didn't want to, but because we were ill-equipped to deal with it. Uncovering the gift of pain. I wouldn't see my parents until three years later. My grandparents took care of us while my parents were trying to build a foundation here in the United States. I don't blame my parents. On the contrary, 
have all the respect in the world for them. The bravery it took to leave everything behind and go to a different country while not even knowing the language, that takes courage. I don't know if I could do the same thing today. I know that we're looking for a better future for us, and I am where I am today thanks to them. The 40-year-old Raul knows that, but the 8-year-old Raul never had a chance to heal. Sitting there in meditation was the first time I have ever done any deep emotional work. I've never experienced anything so powerful. I spent a week in India going through the processes and learning the tools that will help me discover the gift of pain. I was in a trance. I realized that I was so full of fear that I was barely living. I was so afraid of failing because I never wanted to be abandoned again. On the outside, everything looked fine. But on the inside, I knew I had lost my edge. My confidence, my certainty, my passions, they were gone. The pain was my feedback to wake up from the current story. The pain gone in the way of my gut was exactly what I needed to wake the fuck up. The biggest gift I ever received was the realization that I am not my story and I have the power to change it. It all makes sense now. The pain really was the gift after all. Looking back at my journey and my time in India, I realized that the life we experience is based on the stories we tell ourselves. And this can be conscious or unconscious. Our minds create stories and give meaning to everything we experience in our lives, whether we want to remember things or not. I realized that I could let my story control me or I could be the creator of an empowering story.